futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Hello, everyone. This is Laura Taylor at RJO Futures in Chicago. I have uh, received some recent questions about different um, acronyms that are applied to futures trading. You know, I've had requested, asked me to explain or give the full meaning for several of these terms or abbreviations uh, that apply uh, only to futures trading. Um, as many individuals inquire about third-party trading systems or managed accounts, uh, someone wanted to know the difference between a LOD account and a CTA account. Uh, first of all, I'll start with the CTA account. Uh, CTA stands for Commodity Trading Advisor. The individual is registered with the National Futures Association, or NFA. They're registered as a professional trader. A CTA must have a disclosure document outlining the trading strategies, the risks of trading, and the cost of trading with that CTA. In addition, they are required to provide a track record or a trade-by-trade result table for actual trades that that took place. Uh, The NFA will uh, require those results to be audited for accuracy. Uh, New CTAs may not have a real-time track record. If that's the case, uh, the CTA must specify that the results are hypothetical and not audited. If that CTA traded his own money while developing his strategy, those results can be used if they can be verified with statements. Uh, The amount of money required to trade with a CTA will vary, uh, but they tend to be on the higher end of the investment scale. So how does the CTA get paid for his service uh, when he trades for you? First, there's a commission fee, which is paid to the clearing firm, such as RJO, for executing or clearing services. The CTA will generally charge both a management fee and a performance fee. Uh, Management fee is generally 2% of all assets under management, and the performance fee is only paid if the CTA's trading is profitable. Generally speaking, uh, the CTA will take 20% of new monthly assets. So if you open the account with 100000 and it has an ending balance of 120000 the CTA will collect or charge your account 20% of the $20,000 profit. If the account value drops from $100,000 to $90,000, uh, the CTA uh, does not get paid anything more than the management fee. A CTA trades under a POA, and POA, of course, stands for power of attorney. Uh, The CTA is free to make all financial and trading decisions on your behalf in any and all markets at their discretion. So the next one is LOD. That stands for letter of direction. 
Unlike the power of attorney or the POA given to a CTA, uh, the letter of direction is more specific in nature. Uh, let's say you subscribe to a service that publishes a trade uh, daily. Uh, it, it, you don't have the time or wherewithal to follow the instructions or implement them for yourself. Uh, you like the trader, you like his advice, you just can't keep up with it and you need someone to do that for you. You ask your broker to execute on your behalf. The letter of direction is just what it says, a letter or form that directs, and in this case, me, the broker, to follow the service you paid for and make sure that orders are placed and instructions are followed. It's very specific to that service you pay for. A broker cannot place a wheat trade if the service you pay for trades the E-mini S&P. So the broker does not make any decisions of when to get in or to when to get out. They just follow and implement the trade that is in the newsletter. If you choose to trade one of the subscription services listed on our website, the executions will be done under a letter of direction as well. There's one similarity between those systems and a CTA, and that is you can find complete real-time track records since inception for each system listed. The trading service must trade their own funds initially to begin the track record. The designated trader provides the entry and exit signals to a central execution team. But again, the only market or markets that can be traded are those listed by their service. If the service trades one market, the orders are only for that market. If the service lists 10 markets, it can only trade those 10 markets. There's no ad-libbing like a CTA. So all of this applies to the uh, services or the systems that are on our website. Uh, they are very uh, transparent. Everything has a track record. It has the amount of commissions that will be charged. It will have the amount of uh, subscription fee that you will be charged as well. And it'll have, again, the track record from inception. Another difference that should always be considered is the cost of doing business attached to the type of third-party trader you select. It's obvious that both get paid no matter if they win or lose. The CTA tends to be a higher management fee. The system trader has a monthly subscription fee. The CTA will take a percentage of your profits, which is some feel is an incentive. Um, the system trader does not participate in your profits, but does have skin in the game because their personal trading account is included in the overall results. Uh, CTAs will tend to be the investor with the risk capital over $100,000. Uh, there are some smaller CTAs. You just have to do your homework and, and find them and you know go to a website that uh, just lists the CTAs that are available and what their uh, minimum uh, requirements are, and again, what their track records are. System or newsletter traders and analysts tend to trade one market, which keeps the initial risk capital in the $10,000 to $20,000 range. Uh, the more markets traded, you know, the more cap risk capital required, uh, because the margin requirement will be greater. Uh, many system traders are day traders, which means they will not carry the position overnight which eliminates full margin responsibility and overnight exposure. 
Those that do hold overnight, of course, will require a bigger starting balance. CTAs tend to be a buy, sell, and hold type of trader. Uh, They will stay with a position for a much longer than some of the system traders. I know this is a lot to absorb all at one time. Uh, I hope this sheds a little light on the difference between the two types of uh, managed uh, business that you can participate in. Um, As always, only use 100% risk capital when entering into an investment. Uh, Know your own risk tolerance. If the system or CTA you have chosen is not what you expected or it disappoints, cancel and move on. Now, everyone likes to look at the good months, the positive results. Look closely at the losers, the drawdowns, what happened before and after. The track record should tell a story. Uh, I would like you to, um, so in this instance, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, you know, rjofutures.com, to view the systems listed. It'll give you an idea of what you're looking for or what you should be looking for. Um, It would be my pleasure always to walk you through the performances and help you navigate the site. Next time, I'm going to walk you through the types of orders, the symbols, and how to use them. Uh, Best wishes and good trading. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.